I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Coming up on TMS, your kidneys are incredible. Airlines can bite my left butt cheek. I can only taste hand lotion. Upper deck of a German toilet. Hallmark porn without naked people. Arya Stark's shit list. That guy at Jiffy Lube lied. Bruce is a lumberjack and he's okay. T stands for dumb. Coming to the stage, Jerry Atrick. George Donkey Bite Washington. Fitty Centaur. <laughs> COVID makes you think there are two Marleys. French fries are disgusting with Dan and more on this episode of... <sighs> We're back. The morning stream. Yivo is the lover of all beings, male and female. But Yivo has no gender. Thus, Yivo has proclaimed that instead of he or she, we are to use the word shkli. And instead of him or her, we are to use the word shklim or shklur. Phew. I've been sweating the nomenclature all week. I'm here. <laughs> The Morning Stream. Let's just get some shot at. <laughs> I forgot I put that in there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMS. Yeah, that's right. It's The Morning Stream for Monday, November 21st, 2022. I am Scott Johnson. That is Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Brian. Hello. Oh, my gosh. It's so... Good to be. Hello, morning stream. Oh my gosh, how are you? I'm fine. Thanks. Uh, hey, we haven't heard that uh, in a bit either. Well, I guess we're hearing that on Wednesday. So yeah, no, it's it is uh, as long as it's been for you. It's been a couple extra days longer for me because uh, TV's Travis and Bobby filled in for me while I was in uh, Orange County seeing the the concert. We'll talk about that. You know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to catch up on. It's so, so we'll much t- bad timing, yeah. though, right? Like you're you're you yeah. were perfectly well suited to go when you were going, and we already thought it was bad timing because I was supposed to go out of town last week. Right, was going to barely be here anyway for a work thing, and then yeah. you you know, so we were staggered and we hadn't really coordinated <laughs> that. And it's not like we could, we really couldn't in this case, so it wasn't a big deal. But then I got sick, uh, COVID, the COVID nineteen had to cancel the trip. Brian, uh, obviously home, like, all right, showtime, yeah. we're doing shows, yeah. right? And I'm like, shit, I don't think I can get out of this bed. So that's how <laughs> that we'll went. even talk about like how the time, the crap timing for this week for, for another thing for me that would have come in really handy, but we'll talk about that after, after the COVID update. But yeah. Uh, so did, yeah. before we even start talking about the COVID, are you able to reschedule that thing you were going to go to Texas for? Yeah, but we can't do it till after the holidays now. So oh, we're looking at sometime okay. in possibly March or maybe February. Oh gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's a ways off. We're working on it. It's still up in the air. It may, 
we may be able to squeeze something in in December, but it's not, it's not, uh, you know, none of that's, sure. it's just hard with the holidays and travel stuff's weird during this time of the year. And I don't know, we're, we just don't know what we're doing yet, but of hopefully course. that yeah. gets itself worked out. Um, they were incredibly nice and gracious about it. And we're like, that's good. And I'm glad we got the cancellation insurance. Although I have a bone to pick. Uh, Oh, we got cancellation insurance or whatever the fee is you pay, so you can they'll let you cancel stuff. Right. Nine usually like nine ten bucks or something per ticket. It's not bad. It's yeah, okay, but you know it's a little bit of a racket. Um, when you're when you're paying like two hundred fifty three hundred fifty bucks for a plane ticket, it feels kind of like, you know, you should you should just refund this if something goes wrong, like something you know, a, an act of God kind of situation. No, yeah. Like and I think they're, they're all in cahoots. It's a freaking racket. The airline industry can bite my left butt cheek. They suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but basically, uh, so that's what I thought this, this did because I'm dumb. I thought, well, if we paid that, then they'll just pay you. They'll just cancel everything. Well, hotel, of course. Yes. No problem. Sure. Car rental. No problem. L- airlines, which is two airlines because that was the only way I could get the, the flights on the dates I needed them. I had to do Delta on the way out and American on the way back. Okay. Both of them, of course, are like, oh, you got the insurance. Great. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Well, it means we don't, char- we don't, um, uh, you know, we can, we, we we're don't not going to just, you. yeah, we don't refund yeah. you. And I'm like, well, wait, I thought the whole idea is like can- cancel means cancel. No, no, no. These are now credits that you can use toward future flat, blah, 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 blah. Freaking F off, dude. The only difference between now and 2020 is that they used to do that as a standard for COVID. And now you got to buy the insurance to do it. But they still get you, man. Bastards still get you. And yes, I still have to go. And yeah, it'll carry for a year. And that's fine. But I'm still annoyed. I think that business, I think that industry can, can take a dump. And I don't understand, you know, like if I if I don't buy the insurance and something happens and I miss and I you know can't do that flight, I was under the impression and maybe you know uh, falsely so mm. that I can just say yeah I need to I can't go on that flight so I'll just you know rebook that same trip for another another time and I guess you know I knew I wouldn't get my money back if I didn't even buy the insurance but I thought. You know, oh, Southwest, I'm not going to be able to make that flight. Um, you know, just put the funds in credits or, and uh, I'll make that flight when I can. But apparently that's not the case. Not the case. I don't know if something changed recently or if this is just normal procedure, what the deal is. So it's fine. I'll yeah. live with you know, it. But honestly, it was like right before COVID, the airline industry was having problems anyway and they started saying well all right we got to charge for this we got to charge for this other thing we got to charge this then covid hit and they like relaxed a few things but just when you think they should be kind of rolling back some of those temporary measures that they had to put in place that cost us money it's like oh you know we're making more money because we're now charging people fifteen dollars to pick a freaking seat on the on the on the website that doesn't cost us any money Mm -hmm. to maintain or have a a representative have to work with them on no it's pure profit 100 percent pure, pure profit. profit it's like the uh ticket master oh yeah ticket master the ticket master convenience fee of buying online it's like mm-hmm. oh well i'm buying my tickets online oh well then that's a 18 dollar convenience fee uh-huh which just said uh, who's which, convenience yeah who's convenience <laughs> you're them getting uh, zero cost profit is is the convenience exactly it's like the whole thing when you say oh we're at a 40 year high for inflation that's true but we're also at a 70 year high for corporate profit so f off all y'all bastards yeah anyway so here's so here's my (laughs) here's my overall take on the COVID experience please do a lot of my friends you included 
vaxxed as I was, boosted, all that, had their version of COVID, and it wasn't so bad. You know, a couple days sure. cold kind of sort of deal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I knew people, obviously, who've had much worse than that. But I just thought, I just assumed that I was going to have a nice little sail through it kind of experience. Sure. I just thought, well, this will be no big deal. Everyone else that's around me vax, is no big deal. The vax is just supposed to do that for us, right? Like, you know, that's that's what happened with me. It's like, oh, wow, you know, thank goodness I got the vaxes and the boosts because um, it made, you know, I still got COVID, but at least it made the experience almost imperceptible, sadly, for all those fine folks at D23 that I sure. rub it up on. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they all had minor uh, experiences as well, if anyone exactly. caught it. But yep. the way it worked for me uh, couldn't have been more hardcore. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, everybody's different. And the way I was talking to Bobby off air about this, just from a kind of <laughs> like a science discussion sort of about it. <laughs> but I basically said, and I agree, and I, and I, and I think this is, you know, this holds, it's a little bit like, all right, well, I wore my seatbelt like the guy in the passenger seat did, and we got in a horrible wreck, and he came out unscathed because of his seatbelt wearing. Right. I lost a shoulder or pulled a shoulder out of socket, but I still yeah. sur- I still lived. Do you understand? Right. It's like the point I is totally, like yeah. the vaccine didn't exactly. didn't uh, make me impervious to all harm. It. Uh, but I think it had had I lived or had I had it in early 2020, I'm a statistic, dude. There's no way I'd have made that. It was so I know, bad. yeah. It makes me wonder, like, what would have been, what would it have been like for you if you hadn't gotten the vaccines and the boosters? Like, what? I what? wish you could quantify it. I really do. Yeah. Because I, I, the only thing I could think of is I would have been dead. It was so bad. Yeah, I know. I would have at the least, at the very least, we'd have gone to the ER on like Wednesday. Um, right. Because that was really at its peak of, of bad. And you um, never had any sort of like breathing issues, right? It was all like um, uh, coughing and uh, uh, fatigue, like major fatigue, and of course the sense of smell and yeah, massive fatigue taste. was the biggest thing. Um, yeah, just fevers, really, obviously. The fevers, the, the you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to break it down. Let me give you the top five symptoms that I have. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, here we go. <laughs> this is the top five. Oh, that's weird. I just find a glitch in Ventura? Maybe not. Um, I had a weird thing happen on screen just now. All right, so... <laughs> thinking any weird thing that happens... Is that Ventura? Is no, that, did Ventura I'm going to blame that? it on Ventura instead of my addled brain from my my uh, horrible fever dreams <laughs> last week. So here are the worst symptoms as far as I'm concerned. At number five, you might think this would be more or it would be worse, but loss of smell, I'll sure. put it number five. The reason I think loss of smell is at fifth and not first or second or something... It's because it's actually more fascinating than it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I found that to be really odd because I would be in a room where uh, the cat just took a dump and uh-huh. I'd have no idea. And Kim would be like, oh my gosh, can you not smell that? And she lost a little bit, but it all kind of came back for her real oh, quick. Wow. Okay. Uh, mine's about, I don't know, I probably smell, I, I, I probably got a 20% of my smell back or something. So it's actually coming back already. Um, some people I know go months, maybe maybe a year without their smell or taste. But for me, it's been just the, during the week. But anyway, that was just weird and interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. 
oh, one of my senses is gone. I can still. Because it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't impact you as much. You know, obviously it affects your, and we'll get probably get to the tasting, but it, it just that's kind of its biggest thing, right? You're it, it's there to protect you in case now there's a natural gas leak. Uh, it's to help you taste. Uh, but you know, you you can get by without a sense of smell. Yeah, you can live with it for a few days and kind of go, oh, interesting, and sort of observe it or whatever. Right, um, right. That was number five. Number four was taste. Uh, yeah. Losing taste is is kind of sucky. Also interesting a little bit, but also super sucky because people brought over really good food. Very nice, mm-hmm. very nice people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some wonderful tadpoolers call in DoorDashes and junk like that. It was super Aww. nice. I'm going to send very all cool. these people some in the mail, but um, very kind. Anyway, we would get things that were good that I couldn't tell if they were good or not. Already couldn't smell them, and now I can't taste them. Freaking that kind of sucked, so I didn't enjoy that. So then it became just, what you ate was just textures. Right. You know? And for me, that would be a great diet plan. Like, basically, (laughs) if I could take a pill that for 30 days makes it so I can't taste food, I would, it would be like, oh, great. So really, I just need to eat to survive because I eat because I like the taste of food. Oh, right. let me taste that Italian sub or let me have the the uh, chips and salsa or let me have, oh, a French fry with salt and ketchup and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You take away that for me and it's like, okay, yeah, just give me uh, oatmeal for 30 days yeah. or whatever and <laughs> that's yeah. all I need. Nothing but mushed up vegetables. I can't tell the difference between that and a steak. I mean, let's go. I, I agree with yeah. you. I, I, that, that part of it, if that was still, because that's now coming back also. Um, although I, so I'm sipping on this Dr. Pepper zero here yeah. and it tastes like hand lotion a little bit. <laughs> so, so the receptors are coming back, but not all at once. Not it's all at like, once, no. How about we give him, let's give him, uh, sour and umami Yeah, and we'll keep sweet and <laughs> salty. <laughs> yeah. We'll hang on to bitter for later. You know, they're just, it's yeah, kind of having right. its time, I guess. Um, so that was number four. Number three, the cough is horrendous. Yeah. Um, it is a little better today, better than it's been better than every day since, but there were a couple days in there where I thought I was uh, registering on someone's Richter scale. It was so, <laughs> so hardcore, um, and producing nothing, right? Like, um, right. It didn't really get into my chest, so that's good. Um, but it stayed all up here, kind of upper respiratory, sort of esophageal area zone up through my head. And um, coughing felt like my my eyes were on the, the upper deck of a German toilet, just ready to <laughs> fall off into the hole. <laughs> it was really weird. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> so there's one to take apart. And then... Two, fatigue, by far, fatigue was one of the worst things. I was so tired. And in some ways, on some days, not all, but some days, I could sleep. And when I did, it was beautiful, wonderful, best sleep I've had in months. Because I'm just knocked out cold, right? Just like I kind of want that too. Like, can I? I know, right? I know. Can I just have some can of I these? Pick from the, the the COVID symptom menu and just say, yeah, I'll take uh, from column A. I'll take uh, the good sleep, and from column B, I'll take uh, lack of scent, uh, yeah, lack of taste and smell. Yeah. And, uh, and I, that's the problem is I don't I, think the good sleep comes without the horrible fatigue. So it feels like you got to have one yeah. to get the other. The yeah. worst by far at number one, the fever. And I thought I'd had bad fevers before. And I have. I've had a couple of real doozies in my lifetime. I've never had one that was this miserable. And overall, I will say, I have never felt this bad or felt this sick in my freaking life. So if I've ever made any of you who dealt with COVID in any sort of way feel like I didn't fully understand, or if you felt like I didn't 
give the the, the proper amount of uh, um, understanding. I think I just said the same thing twice with different words. <laughs> um, if I discounted you, my, the, the sympathy for you having COVID at all. At all. I would like to take yeah. all of that back and iterate my, um, my newfound understanding and respect for you because that was bad. And, yeah. and I'm vaccinated already. I got some protection there. In fact, you know, my doctor said the good news is your body is fighting like crazy, which means, um, that means that's good, and you have it's a, you're it's an ally to have the vaccinations. Um, some people, you know, anti-vaxxers uh, who smoke all day had had nothing and and didn't even know they had it. So you, you can't go around comparing everybody's case. Mm-hmm. But my case, dude, was the shits. I hated it. I don't recommend it. I don't wish it on anyone except for Hitler. <laughs> He's dead though, so it doesn't really count. But I'd give it to Hitler if I could. Give it to Hitler, sure. At the height of his growth to power, not even his height of his power, but his his lead up, I'd say it'd be a good time for Hitler to get COVID and maybe he wouldn't have done all the things he did. But outside of that, I got people yeah. I dislike greatly. I don't want them to get this. It's You're a better the- man than me because I've, I've got I've got Arya Stark's list right here of who I uh, would like a non-fatal <laughs> a COVID experience uh, to happen to. Well, there you have it. And, and non-fatal, maybe. Oh, I will hire American people, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't uh, recommend it. It's bad, and yeah, um, yeah. you know, it, my experience with it, notwithstanding, um, you know, try not to get it, try not to give it to each other. The thing is, you know, we're heading into high infection time of the of yeah, the year. Like a lot of family get-togethers and groups. Do yeah. You, do you, by the way, were you able to kind of trace it back? Do you think? Do you think you know where it might have come from? Oh, we absolutely do. So I forgot to mention that. Um, and this is not to call them out because they didn't. Let's they dox somebody. Come well, on. and they didn't know either. It's not their of fault. Of course, of course. Yes. Um, but Jim, Jim, and Robin Jensen came by the house uh, a oh, week ago today, uh-huh. and we hung out for a while. And they brought gifts for Kim's birthday, and they were very brought some baby stuff and hung out with Van. And you know, we were all we were here. Taylor was here with the babies, and it was me and Kim. And then they just showed up, and she was about to have another surgery, so we were checking in on her and all that. Very wonderful, nice. Yeah. Oh, they are people. the absolute nicest people. Like the cards we get from them on a regular basis are. Oh, she's so some talented. Of the most generous and nicest things. Yeah. She's so good at those. I don't know how she does those. But anyway, she's they're they're amazing people. They didn't know it, but they had COVID coming in. Yeah. So they gave it to us. They started feeling rotten just before we did. Mm-hmm. Um, that Wednesday, I guess, and then mm-hmm. by Friday or Thursday, Kim Kim was. I don't know, Saturday, whatever it was, Kim was really sick. And I'm like, oh, please let me dodge this. And I started feeling bad that day. So it all kind of cascaded from there. I think they're doing okay. Um, I think Jim got it worse than Robin did. That's what I usually hear is that in married couples, one of the other gets it worse than the other one does. For sure. Gina definitely had it worse than I did. Yeah. Uh, We didn't get it the same time. We got it, you know, months apart, but she definitely had it uh, worse than I did. I was talking to Justin and he said that his wife had it way worse than he did. Yeah. Um, other people I talked to here locally, same thing, but flip, like the guy had it worse. The lady barely had it. My sister barely had it, but my brother-in-law had it really bad. Interesting. Huh. So like, there's usually this disparity that I'm used to hearing about. Yeah. Kim and I had none of that disparity. We were dead on every day for the same symptoms. <laughs> she was just a uh-huh. day ahead of me. So she would feel a little better one day and I'd be like, oh, please let that be me tomorrow. And sure enough, the next right. day I would feel a little better in, in whatever regard she was feeling better the day before yeah, um, but she had it just as bad uh, as me, and I don't know if we're sick of each other or not. Probably not. 
but we 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 watched we binged watch a lot of things. Sure, and it was good. You know, we watched yeah. uh, all of Avenue Five until until we get new episodes, uh, and loved it. So years nice. later, I finally watched the thing everybody told me to watch. <laughs> um, what else did we watched? You finally watched the thing that I recommended uh, a couple uh, like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, and then almost recommended it this week. I'm so I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that came up. Um, Me too, yeah. What else? Uh, there was something else. Oh, and then last, I was. I'm, this is actually what I did want to mention. This um, last night I watched uh, that new. I forgot the name of it. Not Spirited. In, Spirited. Thank you. I keep getting mixed yes. up with Enchanted for some reason. Yeah. Which is um, another thing. Yeah. It's a big musical take on uh, on the Dickens story, the Scrooge thing. And I went in actually very low expectations. I didn't think I was going to like it. I just sure. thought this was a little too You've much. You've been burned by Scrooge. I have been. You know, I have been burned. Comedic take on. Uh, yeah. I mean, I look. I know there are a lot of people Christmas love story. Scrooge. I think Scrooge is kind of bad. And so know that about me going in here. But I like, generally speaking, I like these kind of things. I like adaptations of the Christmas Carol. Sure. Um, and I like when they get creative and go different directions or whatever. This is that. And it's very good. And it's a cool. musical. And if you don't like musicals, I think you might still like it. Because I don't generally love musicals. I don't mind them. Um, but this one really worked for me. And I thought Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds and um, Tracy Morgan, of all people. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know. I The only two people I knew that were in this are uh, uh, Ryan and Will Ferrell. So... Cool. And you'll see a bunch of people. There's a bunch of cameos and a bunch of other people you didn't expect sure, to see. But of course. It's, uh, it's subversive. It takes the whole thing and flips it on its head in some ways. It does some weird world building I didn't expect. Wow. Um, I was surprised how much I liked it. It was pretty great. How would I compare it to? I mean, I would probably put it right up with Muppets. Muppets is my favorite of the Christmas Carol things. Which brings me to this final point. Sure. And that is this. So I'm not going to spoil anything or say anything else except it's wonderful and you should see it. It's on Apple TV Plus. It's an Apple original. Sure. Um, oh, Octavia Spencer's really good in it too. She's very Oh, good. cool. Cool. Oh, uh, that's right. I didn't know that she was in that. Yeah. She's a very different thing for her and she's got pipes. That girl can sing. Cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> something happened and I, I'd love to blame it on COVID, but I can't blame this on COVID. <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, how can they just keep showing the one Marley guy? Where's the other Marley? Like, where's, hey, Jake, Jacob Marley, where's your brother? How come this movie decided not to have anything with the, the brother? And I went, oh, shit, Scott, this is all in your head. This is because the Muppets took the two dudes in the balcony and made them oh. Marley and Marley. Oh, gotcha. I was like, I don't remember Marley Brothers. So Statler and Waldorf and the Muppets Christmas Carol were... Yeah, they do their whole, we're Marley and Marley. They're, they're, they, like, they basically, that that, the Muppet one took liberties and said well what if they were brothers and we'll use sure. statler and waldorf as the brothers and it'll be funny and it was and it's great it's a perfect yeah, way to use yeah. those two but i had so cemented that in my head that when i see any other version of this i'm bugged that there's only one dude in there <laughs> that there's just jacob marley and that's it so uh, the muppets have not ruined but the muppets have altered have altered your right what you think is the is is a christmas story or christmas carol lore yeah basically yeah muppet alteration has occurred in my head <laughs> and i'm not sure i can change it but kim's looking at me like what are you talking about i'm like aren't there two she's like i think you're thinking what happened to the 17 ghosts of christmas past and future and present and- <laughs> 
<laughs> the ghost of Christmas trash cans and the ghost of tr- uh, Christmas imaginary elephant looking things. Of course, things. all those things. What happened to yeah. the little red one you can tickle? And... <laughs> the ghost of Christmas throwing fish. What happened to that guy? Oh, now that guy. Bring him back. But anyway, it was fun. it was really fun. I think you, you all should see That's it. Cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, we were going to watch it movie. this weekend had we not gone to a drag show last night. Oh, that was a drag Which, show. It was okay. a drag show. That was not a woman that you were looking at in that photo I sent you. And I couldn't do much more than that because they had a relatively strict no phone rule. Mm. Although you'd think to be like, oh, yeah, if you like what you see, take a picture of us. But it was, uh, we what? went to a... Was it because of the what shooting? I described I later as the... a geriatric drag show. Oh, there was geez. no, there was okay. no performer there under the age of fifty. <laughs> and most of them were in their seventies. Do you think they were weird about cameras because of the shooting over in Colorado Springs? No, the... no, because they actually did talk about that separately. Of, of you could not, right? I mean, you know, you're going to a a, a drag show with several transgender. Uh, performers not just men in drag but actual transgender performers and and uh so that that absolutely came up several times during the show as like in a moment of silence and and um you know talking about people that they knew who were there and bartenders and stuff like that sure um so that was that was heavy duty but uh yeah i i've been to two other drag shows here in denver a place called hamburger mary's which is really cool uh, and then a place in New Orleans, Tina, when we were there in February, that was also a drag show. Is that, the hamburger uh, Mary's one the one with the guy that... <laughs> yes, the jello okay. shots on the bare butt cheeks guy. Yeah, yeah okay, I remember yes. this now. All right. Yes, the anyway. photo I sent you that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and all three of those experiences, the performers actually sang to a pre-recorded track, like it was a karaoke track with no vocals, and the performers sang. Yeah. Um, in... in 99% of the performances last night were lip syncing and in some cases it was almost as if the performers had never heard the song they were lip syncing to before oh, and it's weird. like it's like when you're you know that classic scene from Tommy Boy when uh, it's the end of the world as we know it by REM comes on in the car and they're like that's great it starts with an earthquake birds and snakes and lady Bruce is not afraid of <laughs> It's kind of like what the lip syncing was like. Wow, that's unfortunate. I, I thought that stuff was always live singing. I guess, I guess not. I thought so too. And and uh, we had another. We one of our friends that went is an actual uh, performer. Did some performing as a drag queen before, and and we were talking about that. And they said, "Oh yeah, no." And most of the shows I've been to, it is they they are lip syncing. I'm thinking, wow. Then we've just been lucky and gone to ones where the performers actually had some pipes and mm. singing and that sort of thing. But sure. it was still a really really good show. Oh, anyway, that's good. That's good. How uh, did and um, oh, what was I going to say? What do you? Uh, what does it cost to get into an over fifty uh, uh, <laughs> drag uh, show thing? This was for a charity event. It was for um, normally they do Parkinson's disease because mm. the. The one of the main performers actually performs, and she has Parkinson's. Mm. Uh, although I don't know if she's transgender, so I don't know. It could be I could be misgendering him or her, but yeah, because um, some people are just there to get up on stage performing, and they go home and play dad and do all the normal. Right, you know. right. Anyway, it was five dollars, um, and then of course you you bring a couple twenty dollar bills, turn those into singles, and then you. Uh, they either walk around or you go up to the stage in the case of the 
85 and 90 year old drag performers go up to the stage and hand them the the dollars and they just drop it in the bucket they're not coming out to the into the fringe of the stage anymore. they're not going to go out and work the crowd because uh uh, it's got to be something like the extended version of Inagata de Vida for them to have enough time to make it through the rows of tables to uh, to get around. Hats off to him, though, for performing. For sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was a great, it was a really good performance. And they were like, yeah, we were trying to decide if we were going to cancel tonight's show. And we said, nope, the show must go on. We're not going to hide. We're not going to um, cower down. We're going to, for, especially because this is for such a good cause that we're going to, you know, we're going to do it. Yeah. F that shooter, kid. Um, real quick here, yeah. uh, did you know? That, did you know that one of the um, one of the symptoms of your friends getting severe COVID is that you don't get your car for a week? Were you aware? Yeah, of that? yeah, I'm very very aware of that, Scott. Okay. Yeah, we got back from Orange County, and I was all excited to. Uh, well, I mean, excited, but anticipating having to lift that Friday after we got back to start making some money back for the trip, and on the first ride, the first lift ride. That morning, the check engine light comes on, like while I'm actually in, in the middle of a ride. And and then the car definitely feels throttled. Like I was going uh, 55 on a, you know, on this uh, this road. All of a sudden, it's like I cannot get the car to go over 30 or 40 unless I'm going downhill. I'm like, well, this is crap. So I, I get the guy to where he needs to go and shut off lift and, and then pull up, you know, both uh, Google to look up the the code and also um, immediately get online to the dealership that I usually go to for service and say, all right, yeah, I've got a problem. I need to bring it there now. What's what? How soon can we look at it? And it's basically like, oh, it's Friday? Cool. The soonest we can see you is Wednesday. Oh, like, what? Really? All right. So I then get Midas, uh, which is the second place that we normally go. Yeah. Tell them the story, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, bring it in now. We can actually take a look. We can do the, we can do the uh, diagnostics and figure out what the problem is. Great, get it there and in kind of, you know, as somebody described in the uh, in the chat, limp mode, uh, with my hazards on, basically taking as many streets where I don't need to go over thirty five or forty. Uh, get it there. They run the code and say, okay, well here we go. Here's the code. It's a P one three two six. They basically plug in the little." A little machine into the little um, thing in the car, right? And it and it, they say, okay, well, it's either uh, being caused by this recall, recall, recall that uh, uh, was for the wiring harness sensor to to basically it's a sensor that knows that uh, determines if your car your engine is knocking if it's got a lot of movement. Sure, and say so it's either this recall that that causes this problem, or your engine is knocking and it's, you know, shaking and you're going to throw a rod and, and die <laughs> you know, in the middle of the highway or something. Okay. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I'm not sure I had, I'm pretty sure I had all the recalls done unless this is a new one. And they said, yeah. So if you just take it to your dealership, they'll, you know, if it's the recall, they're uh, certified to perform that recall. It'll be, it'll cost you nothing. And then if it's not, then, you know, you're already there to have it solved. Sure. So I then I actually call and speak to somebody at the dealership and I say, hey, here's the deal. It could either be this recall thing or it could be a much bigger issue. And the person I speak to there, or I'm really frustrated with, says, oh, no problem. I can actually get you in today to look at that. Um, can you get it here in the next hour? I'm like, yes. And so I arrange a tow truck. I have it. I'm not going to drive it at this point. I tow it from Midas to the dealership. Yeah. 
And I let them know. They're like, okay, let us know when it's going to arrive. You don't need to be here with it when it arrives. And, and uh, uh, But let us know when it's on its way and what the towing company is and that sort of thing. That sounds right. like people are on it to me. That sounds like they're ready. They're rocking. It does. They does it? it? Yeah. 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 I'm sure it went great uh, after So I, I do my part, Scott, mm. and I have the car towed there and i called them and i let them know who's bringing it and i tell them oh it's just arrived you should be seeing the guy right now mm-hmm. like great okay sounds good we'll let you know what we you know what we find out when we do the diagnostics that was uh early afternoon friday <coughs> yeah and uh friday afternoon that was the last i heard from them mm-hmm. i called to check and say hey have you had a chance to look at it called late afternoon nope uh, okay. Uh, what about, uh, you know, Saturday morning? Nope. No response. Like not even a call back, not even a, a response to say, Oh, sorry. We, we haven't had a chance to look at it. Just no communication whatsoever. Just nothing. Nothing. Monday I call, uh, Hey, just want to make sure you got it. My car. Oh yeah, we got it. And this, this time I'm talking to a different person. Yeah, I'm talking to clearly. a person whose name I'm not going to say. Sure. Uh, Yep, we got it. Haven't had a chance to look at it yet. <sighs> okay. Uh, do you know when you're going to be able to? Yeah, I don't know. Could be, could be later. <laughs> <laughs> what? The free rangers, their hours they are open from eight to noon on Saturdays. So they're you know they could have they could have had a chance to look at it on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and I'll and I'll kind of shorten this to a you know shorter shorter story, even though it's too late for me not to make a long story short. But uh, so far, we're on day whatever nine of me not having the car. They um, uh, Carfax basically tells them that, okay, whenever I didn't take it to them for an oil change, those things should still be reported in Carfax. But apparently some some early um, visits I made to Jiffy Lube uh, didn't get logged into Carfax with my oil changes. So there's a couple early gaps in the requirement that i need to have taken my car for service every x thousand number of miles in sure. order to keep it under warranty sure if this thing's under warranty this engine issue is relatively free for me i pay for you know a couple hundred bucks and a couple fixes kind of thing sure if not we're looking at a sixty five hundred dollar <laughs> cost yeah <laughs> and then yes and i did i did put my pants when they told me that um and apparently the the guy there uh I don't know if he's just been sitting on his hands or doing whatever, but it's like he's he's been waiting for me to like say, let's get this thing fixed, even though that's kind of what I said on Monday and Tuesday. Oh, and the Friday before and every you know, and every call that I've placed, let's get this thing fixed and and I'll figure out the either warranty or whatever. So finally, Friday, I actually drive there because he's not returning my calls he's not doing anything i just get tina's car and i drive to the freaking dealership and i get in his face and i say okay number one let's get this let's get the process started oh okay well um i have to order the parts and they're probably gonna be five to seven business days <laughs> oh. and, and five to seven business days on a week where a couple of those business days are not business days because of thanksgiving and, yeah. and probably the friday after right uh like well what have you why didn't you order the parts the day i like you know yeah at least why didn't this happen when the problem was yeah when the when you had all the excited person who said bring it down we'll take care of it what, why not then yeah and he is so 
freaking vague and grunting these one word answers to me when I'm trying to say, all right, well, what's the process then with getting Kia to pay for this? So I actually, I want to get this in writing. So I emailed, I have his email address, emailed him and CC'd the, uh, the GM of the shop, of the dealership and said, here's, here's my exact email really quickly. While we're waiting for the parts to come in for my 2014 Kia Soul, I'm going to be calling Kia from the number you gave me yesterday to talk to them about this being covered under warranty. A couple questions, so I'm prepared for the call. Have they already said they won't be covering the partial cost of the repair, or have you not submitted anything while I've been finding the records of the gaps in the Carfax report? Does a payment request get submitted to them at the end of the repair process? So the three questions right there. Yeah. Also, can you give me a better description of what's specifically wrong with the engine so I can be more educated about it when I talk to them? Question mark. So far, we know the diagnostic return to P1326 code, and you said there was some scoring in the combustion chamber, but I need to know more when I talk to them. They must Thanks hate it when, blah, blah, blah. when their customers know their homework. They must hate this. They must. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, that's a, you know, a fairly detailed and, and a lot of questions in that email. Um, I got a response. Uh, a couple hours later, I'm putting it in our Discord because I'd like you to read the the nine-word response that I got back from the, the service manager. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you see it in Discord? No, hold on. It's not popping. Why? Am I in the wrong group? Oh. Maybe you're in the oh, wrong, in the wrong group. TMS. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is it. This is all you got. Yes, this is this is the response I got. Yes, that that the correct the cylinder wall scored. <laughs> what the hell happened? Did that he break? is the response that I got to four very well thought out questions that would have helped me with my call to uh, <laughs> to Kia service. Oh my gosh, dude. I mean, that's not even. Did you look at it when you hit send? Like, what, 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 what did he? I do? did. I read it. Like, I read it. It didn't take very long because that's nine words, but I read that thing over and over to like, oh, can I parse some additional answers to my questions out of these nine uh, horribly put together words? That <laughs> look at this chat room. I just put it up in the chat so I can read it. Okay, yeah, I also letters. pasted it there. Yeah. Yes, the correct the cylinder wall a scored. <laughs> I don't even know how to, I can't even start to interpret that. I know. I mean, he's just basically saying, yes, that's correct. The cylinder wall is scored. And and even like, if that is the response, then. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. So, yeah. So my anger right now is, you know, I'm at, I'm at uh, DEF CON before probably right now. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and his CC, by the way, when he replied, he didn't reply back to, um, the, the GM. It was just, no. <laughs> just back of to course me. he did because of course he did and in, uh, in the complete in the continual lack of professionality dude doesn't know how to reply to all or probably yes. doesn't want to because you know his boss has already right broken exactly he certainly doesn't want to show his his you know ability to provide real good customer service back to his gm so so, so as it stands right now are they going to or where how long do you have to wait now do you know what the prognosis um, is i mean i'm still waiting for parts to come in i'm going to talk to kia service today and appeal to them and say look here's the deal i i did take it in for regular service during that time jiffy lube split into two franchises here in denver mm. a few years ago and they don't have records that go far enough back um lame so and and they're the only ones i mean i can put in i can go into carfax and i can say 
at this date and but it's gonna say user added you know these user added uh uh oil change description on this date and user added oil change description on this date but at least you know jiffy lube would be able to make it look official or it would be official from jiffy lube right Wow, dude, that uh, sucks. So I feel so. I'm, you yeah. know, and if it, if it, I just gotta, <laughs> I gotta get the car back. I haven't been able to lift. This would have been a great week for me to lift while you were sick because I could be working every day. Yeah, and, no, it was perfect. Like, they, I mean, sure, you could have taken the car and winged it, but you, you shouldn't have God. to. Plus, they yeah, should have no, been way better than this. That's bad. Yeah. Why does it feel like all these kinds of companies are bad right now? I know they've always not been great, but it feels like it's a little worse. Yes, you know. Like the guy Applebee's gave you a hard gave you a hard time. The dude at the Jiffy Lube sucks. It seems like all of these yeah. like walk in have your shit done places are in a weird place right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't like we it. We had Tina and I had the last you know seven years. We only keep the last seven years of of uh, bills and invoices because of tax returns and stuff. But we had that like spread out all over the dining room table, like going item by item trying to find those things and sadly the ones they're looking for would be would be before that time so damn dude yeah it, it's like whatever i'm prepared to freaking eat the cost if i have to i don't want to but i'm i'm gonna i mean this do stage. what i can i'm gonna call kia today and say hey can you help a brother out yeah dude that's i was when brian told me this kind of short version of this on text i was kind of as actually livid because i hate car shit and kim goes what's the matter i go Brian's story is now our story. It's it's everyone's story. We're all going to be. We should all be pissed at this. Freaking f car people. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh my yeah. gosh. <clears throat> well, anyway, yeah. I hope it's resolved soon. We are going to also resolve yes, another uh, part of our lives, and it begins with this. Hey, look who it is. Brian Dunaway is joining us here on the old show, doing a little half asses with us here on a Monday. Hi, yeah. Brian. Welcome back. Oh, uh, ye old show. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, we, we missed, missed you. you. Yeah, we missed you. You know, I miss you guys. Yeah. Well, we talked to you Saturday, so yeah. we didn't really miss you. It was okay. Well, I guess so. Fine. I don't miss you at all then. All right. Forget it. Goodbye. You talk me, you talk, you talk me out of it. I, I'm no, I no longer miss you. <laughs> well, it's good to have you here. We're going to play uh, play some half asses and uh, do it at kind of a weird time. It's almost uh, 10 o'clock, but we don't care. <laughs> all right. Today's weird. We don't have uh, yeah. normal Steven. We got Dan sitting in for him a little bit later. Oh, we he, do? Okay. Yeah, cool. and he's all good. Right. So we're, we're, we're Dan, all Dan, good Steven. Uh, Dan, Dan, Stephen. Hey, let's get tra- straight to it. Uh, Brian, explain these, this game. What Brian sure. uh, and I have to do and who might win some prizes today. I don't know. I'll tell you all of those things. Welcome to the morning half asses, a trivia game uh, where I'm actually going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm going to give them a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are are correct. Three of those answers are bogus. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can give me one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, you get zero points for that round. Uh, Getting one right gets a point. Getting two right gets you three points. And getting all three correct gets you five points. But if you get any of them wrong, you get zero. Player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And I pulled a couple contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to be here live. Scott, you're going to be playing for Justine in Oslo, Norway. Oh, Okay. Oh, Norway. Oh, nice. Norway. And Brian, you're going to be playing for Danny in Columbia, Maryland. Ooh. Danny! Columbia. It's not quite Columbia, South Carolina, but it is not. It's a whole different Columbia. Yeah. uh, But it's also like a different state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. It is in a whole different state. (laughs) That's true. Uh, all right, so let's get to this, and and, uh, I'll tell you the prizes after, uh, after we play the game. First category, sirs. 
for you. Okay. Let's go. Let's go history. World history, because I, like I know history. you love world history. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, code names for D-Day beaches. So, you know, the beaches that they landed on, on uh, D-Day, June 6th. Uh, <laughs> on D-Day. On D-Day. On D-Day. On D-Day. Uh, here are your choices. Utah. Utah. Silver. Talon. Cross. Juno. And Sword. Well, I know two of these for sure. Okay. I'm going to go three. <laughs> I feel like I know three. I'm going to really wing it okay. here with the three. Okay. You know, with three, you know, I've been I'm really sticking sick. with the one then. I'm sure okay. my mind's not addled enough to be a problem. Right, exactly. Oh, this is fun. I forget. Yeah, COVID, COVID morning half-asses. Post-COVID morning half-asses. <laughs> yep. should be great. Uh, all right. Uh, Utah. You guys both locked in on Utah. Yeah, of course, Utah. Utah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that was the code for Normandy was Utah. Um, I think so as well, right? I think so, but I can't be sure. Uh, and Juno, Scott, you also said uh, that is correct as well, but Talon is Damn not it. correct. Uh, Brian gets a point because he got just settled on Talons. Utah. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Sword, uh, Utah, Juno, and Sword are the three. Shoot for sorry, you know what? It's, it's not even retrospect. Does that sound right? Sword sounds just wrong to me, but I guess it does clearly because now. Utah and Juno make sense, but then sword is like, and then uh, mm. sword, sword. Yeah, and sword. Exactly. yeah, oh well, that's all right, right. that's all right. There's well, still a chance, uh, and then and then tip. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to something that's even more important than world history something that's even more reflective of who we are as a culture and as a society. Question number two is. Justin Bieber songs. Which of these are actual Justin Bieber songs? <laughs> Choices are Eeny Meeny, oh. One Less Lonely Girl, God. You're Just In Time, oh. Catching Feelings, I Heart Emoji Love, and So Sophisticated. Oh. Which of these are actual <laughs> Justin Bieber songs? Oh my titles? God. It can't be your Just In Time. It can't be. Right? Nobody. Oh shit. Eeny Meeny? I'm doing one. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> doing one. You lucky I'm giving you that. I don't know any of these things. Uh, all right, you guys are both locked in. Scott, you've got uh, one less lonely girl. And uh, Bri Bri, you've got uh, I emoji, uh, heart emoji, love. I love love. Yeah. Uh, I love, guess love. what? One of you is correct. One of you is incorrect. Uh-oh. And it's Scott this time. Yeah. Well done. Oh, look point at that. For Scott. Yeah. And uh, no points for Brian. Up There's there. an Eeny Meeny oh. song. That sounds. There is a song called Eeny Meeny. I almost did the Eeny Meeny. Mm. It felt Eeny right. Meeny, one less lonely girl, and catching feelings. I hate <laughs> everything about this list. I might have to be a bad case of the feelings. Yeah, That's gross. Right. Exactly. He, I just he uh, saying was singing something about a ghost yesterday. That's popular right now. I think some ghost song. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't follow. I, Bieber. Well, there was that song that he did a couple of years ago, or maybe last year, that I kind of liked, which was. Uh, Oh, I'm not even going to bother Great trying friend. to remember the lyrics or singing it, but it's like, uh, you know, talking about, I get my uh, oranges. Boyfriend. Uh, I get my, oh. na, 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 na. no, it was like a recent, like, like oh. Justin Bieber with his, uh, yeah, yeah. with his pedophile mustache going on. Yeah. His pedo, uh, pedo stash. It always, his, it always makes yeah. me laugh because uh, I'll hear a Bieber song and I'm like, Hey, that's not a bad song. And then I'm like, who sings that? Oh, right. Oh, yeah, it totally Bieber. is. It's yeah. always like, Oh, I don't even know. I don't even think I hate him. I just don't follow. I just don't know. But I got a point. So, hey, Bieber and I. You got a point. So, all right. We are going into the last question tied. 
I love this. Scott loves Bieber. Yeah. And uh, let's go to uh, our first president and, uh, you know, cut down the cherry tree, will not tell a lie, all that stuff. Oh, I'm talking about George Washington. Come on I'm now. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> George, George. So not some, 16. Okay. Okay. George had some dentures. Uh, but what were those dentures made from? Uh, three of these are things that George Washington had dentures made from. Are they donkey teeth, frosted glass, gold, hippo okay. ivory, sandstone, and pine wood? Let me ask so you three this. Of those, so not, three of these things are the, real. Are all three of these made up one set of dentures, or do, are we talking three sets of dentures? Three or, sets of dentures. Like So basically... He probably tried this one and said, oh, that didn't work. And then tried this other one and said, oh, that didn't work. Or, mm-hmm. or, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going all in because why not? I'm guessing. I'm going right. two. I'm all going right. all half half asses. Okay. Oh, gosh. I hope that's right. All right. Oh, I love this. I love this. All right. Gold. You guys both settled on gold. And he did have teeth made of gold. A, yeah. den- a set of dentures that were the made out of gold. The original gangster. Yeah. That's right. That's right. His grill. Yeah. George Washington's grill. Uh, Scott, you also said donkey teeth. Yeah. Guess what? He did have a set of dentures made from donkey really? teeth. Really? Sweet. <laughs> Brian said hippo, hippo ivory. Yeah. And yes, he did Damn have really. made from hippo ivory. That the, is uh, the hilarious. Apparently not. That's he, a lie. I would have thought that the, you know we always hear about. Oh yeah, did you hear yeah. George Washington yeah. wooden teeth? No, apparently not. Yeah, I heard that was a lie. Yeah. At least not, he did not have wooden teeth. See, yeah. I thought that also, was true. I didn't know. Sandstone, probably one of the well, a oh, tie between sandstone and frosted glass as to the worst things you could have dentures made from. What yeah. is hippo yeah. ivory like? Straight off a hippo's horn or a hippo's uh, teeth? Hippo's uh, yeah. tusks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't ever think of those as a thing you'd want to keep. They're so gnarly and like right, they're so oh, short. Yeah, yeah you just if you if you uh, sand the outside of it, I guess it's probably just fine ivory inside it. I guess, I guess so. I Brian, you scored big time on yours. Jeez, Louisa. Well right. So yeah. off of my like three in a row zeros, and then last week I got, I got a one, and this week I win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You've redeemed yourself, my friend. You've yeah. redeemed yourself. Yeah. How do you feel? Who, oh, actually, All it who, took was who, Scott getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of Scott's COVID brain for as long as you can. Who had? Who's our big winner then of these two Our big people? winner is going to be Danny in Columbia, Maryland. Congratulations, Danny. You're getting a copy of Book of Demons and System Shock Enhanced Ooh. Edition Ooh. on Steam. Yeah. But Justine in Norway you're not going away empty-handed. You're getting Driftland, the Magic Revival. On all of Steam. these are all good. of these, oh, yeah. uh, courtesy like of Wesler. They're all excellent games. Um, in particular, the one, uh, the two that you'd mentioned for the, our winner today. Let me pull it back up. Book, Book of Demons of, and System Shock. Book yep. of Demons is the yeah, raddest little weird game. It's like Diablo, mm-hmm. but turn-based. But everything's made of paper. I can't even explain it. It's the weirdest, coolest game. So he truly did win. Made a paper. Yeah, made a paper. You ever seen paper? Congratulations. <laughs> You're a winner. Congratulations to both of you, really. And mostly yeah. to Brian Dunaway for coming back and hanging out with us today. It's been a, a real treat oh, and a pleasure. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for doing that, man. Tomorrow we'll we'll finally get around to an episode of uh, Play Retro we've been holding on to for a week and a half. And uh, that'll be finally happening. We're talking about Baldur's Gate 1 oh. and 2. Ooh. Cool. If you're a fan of the Baldur's Gate and original Bioware games, you're going to be stoked about that. Plus, we got a third one on its way, and so it seemed like a good time to talk about it. Um, that'll be on Play Retro, where all your retro video game news and talk happens. 
over at frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian Dunaway, do you have anything else you'd like to offer to the fine people here right now? I'm glad you're feeling better, Scott. Thanks, man. You too. No, you. No, you. That was what I meant. <laughs> Bye. I mean, of, of of the COVIDs in our groups, I think maybe me and Dunaway had the most similar experience. Yeah, I think so too. But I think he had it prior to, maybe there was one Vax when he got it. I don't remember. Maybe, yeah. Mine's the BA freaking Q, whatever the new one is. Right. And I, you know, I had, I had a crappy flu experience, but even that still wasn't, you know, that plus the two, the two booster, uh, um, sicknesses or after effects that I got, I still don't think even came close to one day of the, the crap you went through. Yeah. Plus it was like, what a, what a shitty bunch of turn of events. Brian's gets the flu. Yeah. And he's all sick and down. So we, you know, thankfully had some, some co-hosts step in. Yep. I'm thinking, yeah, I got the flu shot plus all these boosters. I'll, that doesn't right, matter what happens to me. Yeah. I'm going to Texas next week. Everything's going to be great. <laughs> just all of it. And then your car thing. I just feel like the, 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 I don't know, the sirens are out to get us right now. But You know, and if I weren't, uh, I'm such a happy-go-lucky guy, Scott. I like to let this stuff just kind of uh, roll off my back. But when you feel less lucky, <laughs> the happy-go-lucky doesn't work as well. No, the happy goes a little bit and the lucky leaves. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And then nobody's Logan Lucky. All right, let's do this. Oh, <laughs> quick follow-up. Was it yeah. you that said I should watch the um, uh, uh, Channing Tatum, uh, what's-her-name, rom-com thing out in the jungle? Um, oh, no, it definitely wasn't me. That was Randy who recommended uh, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Lost City. Lost is that City, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, we watched that. That was great. Yeah. That was yeah. a good time. It's, it, that's a thing that's better than it has any right to be. Hundred percent, hundred percent. A clone of uh, uh, romancing the stone, basically. Yeah, and the last—I I think the final last bit is real stupid and kind of formulaic. Yes. But yes, everything up to that, like the comedy is like legit, and it made me like uh, what's his hunky more than I used to before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good time. Tatum and kind of Brad Pitt for that matter. Like, yeah, and I didn't even know he was in it. That was a big surprise. Yeah. Amazing little short role. And I thought um, uh, Harry Potter was really good in it. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Daniel yeah. Radcliffe is the villain. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was really funny and interesting and, you know, different than I expected. So anyway, that's not a bad movie to spend your time with. I liked it. All right, right, let's take a break. When we come back, sure. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Yeah, that's right. Steven's out for the week for uh, his holiday, uh, starting early. He's doing some traveling, seeing some family, and will not be here today. So we've got Dan stepping in. Uh, we're going to talk a couple of things. I got I got a couple of uh, COVID treatment questions for this guy. Oh, but then okay. we'll recommend some board games. Don't worry. Okay? we got your cool. tabletop uh, ideas in mind. Before all that, though, Brian's got a song, and we got to play it. Yep, and this uh, music break is brought to you by Are You Forced to Be an Adult and Do Responsible Things Like Job, Bills, and or Parent? Would you rather be doing fun things like FPS, RPG, and or TCG? Then take a listen to The Part-Time Gamers, the gaming podcast for people with full-time lives. Sirenex, 9 of 12, Mr. Bingo, and the occasional guest discuss a different game each week that can be played to satisfaction on a busy schedule. You can catch the show live Sunday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash or listen to it later on the podcast app of your choice. And this Sunday, the 20th, 
27th, we have the cover master himself joining us to nerd out about Marvel Sapin. Sapin? Sap, Sap, Simon. Snipe? Something like that. Snipe. Some Marvel game. Come see what we have to say about the newest addition to the MCU world. That's this Sunday at 9.30 Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash Cernex. Interesting. Does that mean Snap is part of the MCU? Or I wouldn't think so, right? No, it really doesn't. I guess it's not really MCU. It's uh, I just didn't want to say Marvel World again, even though that's what they had in the text. Like Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. It's like yeah, MCU. But there's you know there's no there's uh, so far none of the cards have like the actor. They look like the actors who played the parts. Right? It's very much oh, yeah. based on the comic. Card. I was wondering if they were going to do any of that crossover on this. It certainly not. could, right? I sure. mean, we could see that. I was surprised we didn't see that with Wakanda Forever or anything like that. Sure, so. yeah. Well, they'll probably have more crossover as time goes on. Yes. Anyway, let's do a song. What do you got over there? I have got a song, Scott, for you that's uh, by a band from Detroit. They're an experimental slash noise rock band, but don't be afraid of that. This is really cool. They have a uh, sophomore album called Tragic Comedy, which just came out this last weekend. Uh, So this is brand new. The song is called Fortune Teller. Here are the Messenger Birds.
olden days that it was okay when Miss America waved to you and her underarm waved back. These aren't tentacles, they're genticles! The Morning Stream. We may not have a woodshed on board, but that boy's gonna get a whoopin' anyway. And we have returned. Uh, re- because I can't remember anything, please repeat the name of that <laughs> well, song. Well, it's been three and a half minutes, Scott. Sure. I totally understand. Sure. Uh, that is a song called uh, Fortune Teller by a band, The Messenger Birds, from their brand new album, Tragic Comedy. Very, very nice. It's a great little uh, contradictory term. I like that. It is. It's one of those uh, uh, oxymorons, right? Tragic comedy. Yeah. If I was naming a band, I would aim for something similar to that, I think. Sure. Like Wet Rain. I would. My uh, my artist name uh, would be Fiddy Centaur. Ah, I like Fiddy Centaur. That's pretty good. Fiddy Centaur. I'd I'd wear gold chains and have a horse's body. Walking up in the club. I got my four legs and my club. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Don't ask me to rhyme today. (laughs) <laughs> came up with that last week and I was going to draw it and I decided now I'll just I'll just sit on it for when the moment arises in the moment. Well, you should have drawn it. I would have loved that. You got to draw it. It's good. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll still draw it. All right. Let me know how that goes. We're going to bring in our old pal Dan. It's been a bit and uh always talking to him uh or f- talking to him is always fun is what I meant to say. Yeah. Uh so we're going to ring him, see if we can get him. Let's uh, get him. He's a busy boy. He's got stuff going on, so we're going to see what we can do here. Where the hell is his thing? Oh, I know where. Hold on. I forgot we moved this for Dan. Here's a Danjit for you. Be careful. May cause drowsiness. That's right. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man, joining us after about a month or so. Uh, Dan, it's always good having you here. Thanks for stepping in today. Greetings, programs. I'm uh, extremely happy to be back. I just actually got back from Detroit. Yeah, what were you doing in oh, Detroit? Really? More uh, hockey stuff, or what's going on over there? No, actually, I was just visiting some buddies up there. You know, every now and then we do like a friend con, mm-hmm. where we just kind of have like a, a bunch of us just go to somebody's house and we just play games for like three days. <laughs> That's great. Do you call it's it awesome. friend con? Like, do you have to get tickets in advance? And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so the guys are uh, Matt, Matt uh, Riddle and Ben Pinchback and, and uh, Adam Hill. So they're kind of from Motor City GameWorks. So we call it kind of like Motor uh, City Con because they're okay. off in Detroit. Oh, fine. Uh, but yeah, it's funny because they were gonna. They made up like a little poster just for you know chits and giggles. So yeah. it was a uh, it was a fun time, you know. Because I haven't. It's it's hard to get together with people because everybody's busy. Everybody's yeah. got stuff going on. Nobody, re- you know, and everybody's got a little bit of the of the uh, Johnson vid. So you, nobody really wants to get <laughs> sick. So this stuff you plan far enough in advance, and you really look forward to it pretty much like all year. So it was a it was it was a great time. But man, it is cold as hell in the north. But I'm yeah. not sure if you're aware of that. Yeah, it's yeah. cold uh, here. I can't imagine it's, what it's like in Detroit right now. It's got to be freezing. I think it was like 18 totally. one night. Yeah. And it, we, was, and it snowed when we first got in. So it's fine because down here in North Carolina, it's kind of coldish. But sure. uh, I still sit, you know, in, you know when, the, when the weather outside is frightful, I still sit here and work <laughs> in, my, uh, in my shorts and T-shirt as sure. I, uh, you know, work from home. So sure, sure. delightful. I spent, um, I, was <laughs> really only, I was only in Detroit for a little bit for, for a layover. So I've never actually seen the city or anything. But um, it was in the middle of, late October and I thought it was cold and the guy I remember saying something as I was walking into the back into the place or something and somebody heard me that lived there I said boy it's cold outside it's cold in Detroit and this guy laughed at me for like 10 minutes it's like you have no idea he's like basically just saying you have no idea wait until it's winter then then it gets really cold but I don't know why he thought that was so damn funny 
that I was, you know, Mr. Fish out of water thinking it was cold in Detroit. I really liked their uh, airport, though. Their airport was rad. It's cool. Well, yeah, the airport does not give you a, a good indication of what Detroit is like because it's one of the nicest airports I've ever been in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really nice, like I super nice and big and I went, cavernous. I went to work to the Detroit Free Press newspaper uh, back in the day, and I could not I could not tell you what the, the uh, maybe the airport didn't look great in the nineties. That could have easily been the case. It could have just uh, it's possible. It has like a tram in the sky too. Uh, oh yeah, no, the, definitely. The, no, uh, I would remember that. Wow. Let, let me tell the you the worst so the, that I was in. Worst airport I ever went to. I've said on the show before was was Dallas Fort Worth. I hated it there. I don't yeah. know why. I just oh hated god, it. I hate that total one. runaround. It's, yeah. Um, I liked Denver for everything except for how big it was because Connecting. it just took forever to do anything. Oh my god, it, you could walk for days and not get to the other side of the Denver airport. Yeah, it's bad, especially when <laughs> when United F's your fly, flight up and you got to run across both ways and then get on a tram and do it that way, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but it, but I really like the airport in general. Um, the one and ours finally kind of looks like yours. Like we got our new one now, our mm-hmm. 2.0. It looks real good. But the yeah. one in Seattle, I thought, oh, I'll get here. This will be some cool hipster shit. Oh, yeah. North American Northwest, you know, everybody's still thinking about Kurt Cobain and his impact. And, you know, <laughs> sure, it's sure going to be Seattle, you know, yeah. everything's in flannel. Yeah. Or, you know, Microsoft's here. Google's here. <laughs> like all of that stuff. I thought, well, this will just be reflected in the airport. Nah, that place is a freaking dump. It's a horrible yeah. airport. It's garbage. Anyway, yeah. no offense, Seattle. I liked everything Sorry, else about so. you. <laughs> everything else like about you sucked. Um, and the Phoenix one was also bad until recently, but they fixed a bunch of that up. Anyway, we're not here to talk about airports. Uh, Dan, I got a question for you. It's COVID related first. Okay. Okay. Um, Paxlovid. We're going to talk about this just for a second. Okay. So this was called like the, (coughs) you know, if there was a, if there was a miracle response to COVID, it was vaccinations. And if there was a miracle, um, treatment for active cases, it was seemed like Paxlovid was all the talk there for a while. Uh, famously, uh, both Trump and um, Biden uh, received treatments of Paxlovid to combat their stuff. And I think even Biden, in Biden's case, his rebound version of the virus was attributed to the rare but side effect of sometimes Paxlovid causing rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't have a symptomatic rebound, but he did test positive for it months later, and they attributed it to Paxlovid. Anyway, so there's this whole story behind the drug. It's like, think Tamiflu for the flu. Mm-hmm. It's meant exactly. to combat. It's a, good way, it's a perfect way to, to describe it. It's supposed to combat like the hardcore, severe symptoms, keep you out of the hospital, basically. And mm-hmm. my doctor had reservations about it, and, and I talked to a couple of doctor friends, uh, Dan being one of them, who on the pharmaceutical side also said, yeah, it's for the worst cases. You know, it's not this for our grandparents. Like maybe not, you know, if you, if you don't feel like you're going to die, you maybe, maybe not. And I had others say the same thing, my own doctor included. And so I got the prescription. I have the box upstairs and it sat here the whole time without me taking it. Um, my question is this in the delirium of the hideous freaking fever nightmare shit show that was my week last week. How would one know whether they should take it or not? Or how would they know if their stuff's is bad, bad enough to like, oh, yeah, we're, this is a Paxlovid case. Take that thing. Like, go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and now, and nowadays, um, getting COVID is, is still kind of rare in people. And, and if you get it, you're probably only going to get it once for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for you probably won't have a se- severe effect or a severe case of it for 
you know, a year or two years or such. So if you've already got it and your symptoms have just started and let's just say you test or, uh, you know, if your symptoms have started, you know, you have COVID and it's within, you know, the Tamiflu was really within like the first 36 hours. And they say Paxlovid is within like five days. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I buy that. I think that's kind of like early testing. Hey, we have some data for this so we can claim it yeah so i'm still thinking just because the way these drugs work with these kind of antivirals like i'm still thinking you're really looking at 36 to 48 at best hours as far as they're going to be the peak effect of helping you so it's really going to decrease the uh the the severity of it and like you said keep you out of the hospital so the people that are really going to want to get this are the people that are high risk for the big side effects uh if you have underlying especially if you have things like uh asthma and 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 just uh severe diabetes or 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 other conditions that are just going to make you at higher risk to have higher side effects from having covid those are going to be the people that are really going to want it kind of like what i always say about like the flu shot like i tell everybody to get the flu shot but who it's really effective for are the people that get the flu a few times a year. It's going to decrease the effect, uh, de- decrease the length and severity of your flu. It may not do anything for, you know, uh, those of us that just don't really ever get the flu, but it's still kind of good to have. Paxlovid, I'm not sure if the benefits to a healthy person outweighs the risk, and it's generally pretty expensive. Did Scott, was it covered fully, or did I mean, oh, not to that was the not, interesting not to, uh, thing? Go, uh, no, no, no. Uh, this, I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad you brought that up because um, you and Tolbert and a bunch of others had said. It's very, very expensive and hardly any insurances cover it. So I'm like, well, I'm going to at least ask about it. And in this case, they claimed anyway, we got it, we got it for free, first of all. Okay, and good. Good. we have terrible wow. insurance. So I was like, well, how did we get it for free? Apparently, it is still covered by the U.S. government as a, as a quick response, part of the quick response program that they have around COVID, whatever that is now. Uh I don't know if it's state by state or if it's like a. I have no it idea. It might be because a lot of those things are going away because you you started to see a lot of the the free testing start going away because they weren't really reimbursing a lot from the government and and same thing with like some of the uh, immunizations were the were starting you weren't seeing it as much because they weren't paying as much or paying at all right. so it must be state by state or, or uh, and again I'm not in retail anymore so it's hard to say I can't say for fact what what some of the you know prices are so I just had kept reading kept hearing that uh that this was a, a pretty expensive med but it's good that they're not charging as much still i mean passes the uh you know the, the government's writing all that crap off and, and and you know the uh who is i don't know if it's pfizer whoever makes this is probably getting pfizer, getting fat on those uh on those checks but it's oh, great yeah. that uh <laughs> i think I mean, pfizer if you got it real early really you probably you, yeah. you could have been good because you could have been good to take it because uh and of course you could just hold on to it uh you know you don't hold on to it too long I don't, it's it's probably got like a two-year you know on the on the prescription buy bottle if they, they put it in a bottle it'll say automatically like no don't take this after one year that's a this kind of a pharmacy law because once it's not in a controlled state you can't really go by the expiration date on the bottle itself but really that's probably going to be a few years so you can hold on to that uh, keep it out of uh, the reach of children, of course. But, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do but, it. I'm hanging on to it in case one of these comes back. Two years from now, let's say, big one happens. Day, I think I'm taking it day one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, also, <laughs> I mean, you don't ever want to share meds with family. I'm mm-hmm. good. That's my afi- official, uh, you know, or family or friends. Uh, that's my official stance on this. But uh, since you have a larger family, uh, it may not be a bad idea to keep it on hand. But, yeah. uh, I'm not going to, as a pharmacist, tell you not to give it to them. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Hey, quick. hey, I'm winking right here as you're talking. I'm winking right back at you. <laughs> um, no, that makes sense. Like if my mom caught this, which we, you know, 
purposely avoided yesterday because we were still showing positive. We didn't go to the big family 30 person get together. And my mom's 84 and already breathes funny. I don't, I don't think she, this would be bad. And so if she got it, I would probably run this out to her. You know? Well, you would make sure she checks with her doctor first because she, being 84, having underlying conditions, you want to make sure she checks all the boxes. And, and again, the, the benefits have to outweigh the risks, which they more than likely will. But uh, I'm 100% honest here. I wouldn't just give it to her and tell her to take it without checking with her doctor. Now, if her doctor is willing to let her take it, yeah. Like if he says, yeah, you would benefit and you don't have any of the risks that I would, you know, as far as, you know, kidney liver, blah, 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 like all the things that uh, would be bad to take it. Yeah. Then I would say, yeah, go ahead and give her yours instead of having her having to go buy it. Especially, but as long as he's, as long as the doc is okay with that, again, not my official stance, but I'm really, uh, you know, sure. but I'm going to tell you that, you know, before you do that, like the official part is let her check with her doctor. The unofficial part is the do not give it to her if he says it's okay. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. No, uh, I get it. I totally get it. Let me ask you this, though. This is the final thing, and this has nothing to do with any of this. I just thought it was funny, and maybe you could give me some insight. Last time I went in for a full blood work thing, mm-hmm. it was uh, some mixed results. One of them was like, well, your cholesterol is a little high, but you know, we see you got a family history in that. We're going to work on that with this and then the other, and you know, and this is a little high, and this is normal, and this is normal, and this is normal. Most of it was normal, holding steady on the blood sugar thing. like All that stuff's looking good. And he says at the end... Um, and this is in writing that I got this report back. It says, your kidneys are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know yeah, quite how to, that. I didn't know yep. quite how to take that. Like huh. he, no, cause they can look at your uh, serum creatinine and then they'll, there's uh, all these different calculations. They can see your creatinine clearance and that your kidneys work very, very well, which is great to know, especially, uh, you know, with, with things like cholesterol and, and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of diabetes, pre-diabetes, things like that. So, I mean, it's good right. that those are working well because uh, kidneys are kind of a lot of times one of the first things that are affected by things like diabetes and, and some of the meds. And some of the meds that you've taken in the past are renal protective, like some of the ACE inhibitors and the ARBs are, are renal protective, which is good. So that kind of helps out that as well. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I want to say is uh, if you've got COVID tests at home, Scott, I wouldn't even bother testing anymore because you're only wasting them. I would wait, I would hold on to those to use them later because uh, it doesn't matter what you test because you still don't want to be around anybody for a little while anyway. Yeah. So I mean, our, our goal is just negative to... or positive. You're not going to want to be around people for a while. So you might not even, and you could still test positive and you still may not have anything that you can give to people, right. especially since that fever has kind of gone away. And you're, yeah. I mean, I know you're still kind of feel a little cruddy and you, and you, and a lot of that gunk that you're going to be coughing and sneezing <laughs> out for a few weeks. Cause that's, that's what I had. And, um, and you were talking about what Dunaway had. I had COVID before, uh, anybody even knew a vaccine was in development. That's I how remember that, I remember that, yeah. Uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah, and you were talking and, about French um, fries and how gross French fries were. Or and they still are kind of like, it depends. <laughs> I'm, and right now I'm kind of, it's funny, you know, you do little tests and stuff. You're like, oh, uh, you know, these taste pretty good. I'm like, what oil do you, what kind of oil do you guys use? And people look at you like, what? What are you, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I'm trying to find out like what makes the taste better than some of these other French fries that taste like ass, you know? So, yeah. uh, I mean, anyway, staying away from French fries has helped my waistline quite a bit. I'll but, bet. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you'll you'll be coughing in uh, that, you know, you'll your breath, you, you'll be like, man, I used to be able to run like uh, five miles and now like one mile, I'm out of breath and you're still not sick, but it's just the recovery phase. Like your uh, maximum O2, uh, you know, your max vo- volume and stuff. It's just going to be down until your body clears it until you until you heal, yeah. which is nuts. Well, this thing is poop and I hate it and I hope no one else ever gets it ever again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I was uh, 
like you said, I was on my ass for for two solid days, and then it started going away. And just from feeling better, you probably thought you felt better than you really did because you just were like, well, I don't feel like yesterday. I feel like a million bucks, but you still were, you know. Yesterday was like that. I got up, and I was like, man, I feel pretty good this morning. I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then by about noon, I'm like, I'm going to lay down. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. So please tell me you watch some uh, some Hallmark Channel with with him because <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. Oh, um, come on, they're great. It's no, the they're season. not. Like great. I don't want to watch them in the middle of July. Like, this is the time. <laughs> they're not and, great and, though. They're great. They're, here's Bruce, what they Bruce are, Dan. Is going to be on. They're they're porn week? without the naked people. It's that's all it is. <laughs> like, yeah, it's bad acting. It's bad. Um, everything. It's just bad. I like, you got- and Dan, I like how your defense of it is. You don't want to watch them in July. Like, <laughs> in other words, like you have to watch them. You you just don't want to watch them then. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah just well, not it's July. Just, so you don't want to watch them in July because, like, the overwhelming complete. The, you know, most movies have like if, if you know if you're uh, a movie scholar person, it's like, oh, here's the introduction, and then we're crescendoing, and we're gonna crash on a big conflict, and then we'll we'll. We'll seal it. No, yeah. a, a Hallmark movie is just a constant rise. Like there's almost like the biggest conflict is, oh, uh, I'm in love with Scott, but Scott's moving to the West Coast before Christmas. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. He's going to fall in love with you. Exactly. And then that's yes. going to be ever happily ever after. That's the yeah, biggest yeah. conflict about those. Ever those Hallmark movies is you can actually get the, the same experience by watching just one storyline from an episode of The Love Boat. It's like, oh, uh, we're competing uh, writers from newspapers and we hate each other because we always have two different sides of the same story. And oh my God, we're on the same cruise and oh, I hate this. They put us on the same table at dinner. Oh no, we fell in love. You know what? <laughs> You're not wrong. Exactly the right. only thing missing is Christmas stuff in it. That's it. Right, exactly. You throw yep. some Christmas music in, and it's like one it's one love boat segment, basically. I, I'm telling Kim this after the show today. She can be mad. And they at have me. the same, so they have usually like the <laughs> same five dudes or same five women, but then yeah. they, they've been using like, so I said Bruce Campbell is going to be on one like next week. And you is usually really? have like, yes, oh he my is. gosh. Oh, and it looks, gr- I mean, again, temper this. When I say it looks great, it looks great for a Hallmark movie. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's exactly what you want it to be. But they have all these, it's like people just want to be in them because uh, Brandon Routh was in like two of them. They were yeah. like connected. They were like two years apart yeah. and they're in the same universe. Yeah. Uh, I saw Katie Sackhoff the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm picturing Ken- Bruce Campbell one. I found this weird book about love in my house and it's got like a human face on it. It feels like it's made from human skin. But- oh man. Now you're it talking will about. Me, yeah. Will it help me uh, finally reconnect with the bubblegum salesman that I ditched back in <laughs> Schenectady, New York, back in 1994? Oh, man, to- I haven't been to this small town in a long time. Sure, there's a lot of blood and stuff here, but boy, that girl at the candy store, I've fallen for it. I, I don't want to go I'd home hug now. you, but one of my hands is a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you're describing oh, exactly sure something I'd watch. But- Easter eggs. Oh yeah, right? Be Easter eggs Do you think he'll be out, if store. he's not out like chainsawing a log or something? Well, he's a lumberjack, actually. Is he really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like a lumberjack, and and there's like a legend in this town of of uh, you know Jack who brings the guy who brings presents to kids is actually this lumberjack, and it's him, you know, and and then the girl doing the story on it is his long lost daughter. They give you all this in like a two minute trailer. Okay, so and and, so people should watch all the Hallmark movies and really support Hallmark and and get them some money because. 
a, in a perfect world, I'm imagining that Hallmark gets the money to hire folks like Sam Raimi and David Fincher and, uh, and like have some directors, you know, a Quentin Tarantino directed Hallmark Christmas movie. I would... <laughs> If if that is if that is an end game for this, I'm in. That's yeah. how I'll support this. Yeah, Chris Tarantino directs Barefoot in the Snow coming this Saturday. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Barefoot in the One Snow. One Christmas <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> she works in a small town shoe store. He walked in one day and couldn't believe the feet on display. He um, has ginormous feet. Yeah. She <laughs> show, me, show us your feet. Show us your feet. And they'll all die in a horrible shootout. Anyway, that's amazing. Um, I'll watch for that. How about I also watch for some cool board games to play during these yeah. holidays? You got, you know, people who aren't sick who are all getting together for uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Dan, do you got any recommendations for these people? So I got some board game recommendations. I wanted to give you a, a video game recommendation real quick because it's pretty new to Steam. And we always talk about these kind of uh, roguelite sure. uh, ones that we love. Yeah. This one just came out. It's called One More Gate Awake Foo Legend. Whoa. So uh, the yeah. art is amazing, and it's another one of these card things, you know, like a slightest buyer type thing right. with a little bit less of the artifacts. But um, I don't know the anime or whatever's behind it, but it, the art is great, and I know it's based on some sort of IP. Can you do the it's name a, one more time? What was it? It's called uh, One More Gate. One More Gate. A Wakefu Legend. So Gate. I guess Wakefu must be what it's based on. It's called A Wakefu Legend. Okay. Oh, there it is. W-A-K-F-U Legend. Okay. Oh, I always thought Where that was. Oh, I'm thinking of Waifu, that, which is yeah. a whole different thing. Okay. Oh, I'm seeing this on Steam, but it's also it's what uh, the digital version of a board game is. That what you're saying? No, no, no. It's like those other ones, those other roguelites. Oh, that, gotcha. Uh, that like we uh, about. right, Slate okay. Fire or uh, Roguebook and things like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a little. It kind of reminds me of the Obelisk one, where it's a little grindy, where you gotta like just fail a few times so you can get some resources to pump up your cards right and that's kind of the whole gist of it uh but it's a lot of fun and the art is amazing because it's it's a different art style than like what we normally see yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah no um, that's cool i'm looking at it now i i don't know the anime or, or whatever this is based on but i like the look of this a lot the style is really cool yeah yeah i like the battle the combat animations really nice this looks pretty good I play this. Yeah, and I don't think it's a, all that expensive. I mean, I think it's early access too, but it's uh, but it's solid. It's a, it's a fun game to play. Yeah, it's eighteen bucks uh, currently, which uh, is not bad. And uh, huh, yeah, I'm, I'm wishlisting this right now. I think I'm going to probably pick this up. I've yeah, been... I mean, you know the uh, the winter sales coming. You know what? In a month or so, so it will probably be a little discounted then if you oh, yeah, want to yeah, wait yeah. till after oh, that. Oh, sure. Yeah, good point. I've been playing um, nonstop a game called Soulstone Survivors. And it's almost all I could play while I was sick because anything too brainy was not working for me. Um, So I had to play a lot of dumb stuff. And that game, people are familiar with Vampire Survivors. It's that, but in 3D with like way more depth. It is one of the most addicting damn like, I don't know. It's like it's a little, it's like a little dopamine pump in my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. just constantly going. Cool. Hey, you like that? How about bigger numbers here? Rink, rink, rink. Pump, pump, pump. Hey, how about this? You want you want some of this cool stuff? That one's gold. That one says legendary. Pump, 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 pump. It's like that. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway, all right. Well, that's so a good one. Three, I like it. I'm going to give you three uh, recommendations for games. Uh, the last one is is the recommendation that I'm going to want. I'm going to kind of give a little synopsis of, but I'm going to cover it more in depth at a, uh, a later date for us. Uh, but these are all great Scott games and great great Brian games. This oh, first cool. one is is uh, perfect for a stocking stuffer. This is called Holly Jolly. It's uh, made by 25th Century Games. It's only about 10 bucks. It's a, it's a cool little card 
drafting game, uh, and and you can learn this game in literally like two minutes. You're basically it's all about getting ornaments or presents from the Christmas tree. A little card game. It's kind of has this really cool little drafting mechanism where depending on either tinsel or the lights that you put onto the tree, depending on what number that is, then you can draft either ornaments or presents uh, from the tree, and it's kind of a set collection game. So easy. That's great. I love this robot uh, donkey horse looking cover. I love that stuff. That era of toys. Some of my favorite favorite looking art. I love that. And, uh, and the artist is Robin Banks. It's a, it's a fantastic game by. Uh, it's funny. Um, it just That's so a great happened. Name, was... by the way, Robin Banks. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's, <laughs> what a great name. It really yeah, is. His name is Robin Banks. I didn't even hit me until you just said it. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, That's great. I mean, his and, parents uh, are probably having a laugh, right? That's what happened there. Yeah, there's, probably. There's no way they didn't know this when they named him Robin <laughs> at the Banks house. <laughs> Robin Banks. Anyway, sorry, and, um, Dan. Continues. Actually, I don't know if it's a uh, uh, he or she because I could. Uh, Robin is uh, one of those names. Could so be. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, and it's again from uh, Ben Pinchback and Matt Riddle. Those actually, it just so happened to be the guys that I spent the weekend with, uh, with uh, Motor City GameWorks. Those are the two got two of the designers, and they've done a lot of things like Fleet. Uh, and, and plenty of other great games that I've kind of mentioned a bunch of them in the past. Anyway, that's Holly Jolly. Get it for your uh, stocking. Great games. Probably only like 10, 15 bucks that you can find it. The next one is uh, this is another great one called Marvel Remix. Okay. Now, this is based off of a game called Fantasy Realms. This is, uh, Scott, you love this one too because all you got to do, you get seven cards in your hand. Yeah. You have a deck in front of you that's a villain deck, a hero deck, and then there's just cards that'll be discarded. Each card will tell you how it scores at the end of the game. And all you're trying to do is try to get, uh, you're trying to score the card. Uh, you're trying to score all the cards in your hand, trying to get the best score. So you may be, uh, you may kind of uh, pick a card from the hero deck that will go a little bit better with Captain America. And then you're going to discard uh, like Baron Mordo, you did things like that. So you're going to discard things in the deck and somebody else, you know, Brian may be going for a, a villain deck hmm. and he's got things that are going to score there. So he may either, uh, picked up that card, or maybe nothing in front of him is is kind of useful yet. So, or he'll kind of draw from one of the things. Will you pl- keep playing with uh, kind of drawing, discarding until there's I think ten or twelve cards in the middle. I think it's I think it's player dependent uh, cards in the middle in the discard pile. Then you just add it all up. Now, some of these cards can be uh, some of these cards can be a little bit tough to figure out. But uh, the original game, uh, Fantasy Realms, they have like an app and like a website that all you do is plug your cards into the app and it tells you what your score is. Yeah. And and, uh, it's amazing. Marvel, uh, I think Marvel Remix, it's made by WizKids, so there may be an app out yet. I'm not sure if it is, or maybe somebody might have kind of put something online. That helps the scoring a little bit, but the game itself, uh, it's only, again, less than 20 bucks. It's just a little card game. Perfect stocking stuffer or uh, Christmas gift. It's amazing. That's really cool. Getting this. I'm buying this today. This looks great. Yeah. I think I might also, Scott. Uh, It seems like something Brian Ibbett might buy. Seems like a you fine think, you think it to buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be and, crazy or anything, but it seems like something you'd love. Anyway. And the final one, I'll just again. I'm going to mention. I don't want to get into too much of this because I really want to cover this on a later one because of just how good I think this is going to. This is going to be on a lot of kind of best of lists next year because it's just starting to arrive and it should be at uh, a lot of FLGS. Either it's supposed to be out now, but you may start seeing it pop up in December. This is called Verdant. Uh, V-E-R-D-A-N-T. Verdant. I think it's a word having to do with like planting or uh, grasses and stuff like that. This is uh, kind of made by the same company that made Cascadia. And if you remember Cascadia, it's all the bee's knees where everybody, it's it's a great kind of introductory game, but it's great. All you basically do is you're just kind of drafting two things and putting them into your little tableau. Same thing with Verdant. It's all about you making plants. You're, you're putting plants and 
kind of uh, like rooms together. There are some rooms that I, I don't want to get into it anyway, because I'll I'll, uh, I'll get into this another time. But just get it because it's going to be it's even easier to learn than uh, what Cascadia was. Uh, because I really want to get into this another another time because I really think just talking about this for a few minutes would be great because I think you guys would absolutely love this. But if you're out there and you love things like Cascadia or kind of intro games, just get it. Do you like great. that bird, the bird one Brian loved? Um, what was that called? Oh, Wingspan. Wingspan? God, yes. I love that game. Yes, a little bit like I that? Think, okay. I'm trying to remember if Wingspan, uh, and it's online too. You can actually mm-hmm. get that on Steam. There's two or three expansions. There's a new expansion. Can't remember if it was only Kickstarter or if it's actually out now. Because uh, there's like an Asian one, an Oceanic, and there's uh, there's a, a bunch of different expansions that are out, uh, and it's also on Board Game Arena if you want to play it online. Brian, if you think you're good at that game, go play it on like BGA where there's people from around the world, and you'll just get destroyed. It's oh, amazing how good these people are. Yeah, I, I can't beat anybody on that site. Yeah. <laughs> I only can even buy the or beat the uh, the AI like a third of the time. <laughs> <laughs> So I um, definitely don't think I'm good at it. So but it's a perfect... Uh, so Wingspan is one of these games where I talk about, like, the destination is better. I mean, I'm sorry, the journey is better than the destination. Yeah. Because yeah. the game itself is just so much fun. Then you get done and you're like, wait, I lost by 40? I just had... I did everything I wanted to. And I had so much fun. Mm. So it's interesting how that kind of goes with some games. Yeah. All right. Well, Verdant's our third pick. Uh, before that, was it uh, Marvel shit? Marvel Spike? Marvel Remix. Marvel Remix. Yes. Marvel Remix. And if, uh, <clears throat> it's based off a game called Fantasy Realms, and I think there's a another one uh, that's out that's uh, Star Wars Missions or something like that that is basically the same game because oh, people wow. just keep copying kind of the main uh it might be whiz kids too as the the star or uh, star trek license that uh but i'm not sure if that one's as good as remix or fantasy realms but uh if that's your thing just look into that one as well because that uh that might be decent it bugs me that when i was making uh rock runners i was so overly careful not to take anybody's names not to take anybody's game types to like avoid all that stuff like crazy but since then all i've noticed is everybody's everyone iterates on everybody all the time. Yeah, everybody changes something a little bit. The only thing, now Scott, this will be right up your alley. The only thing you cannot do is take people's art. Right. It's the only oh, yeah. thing you can't do. You yeah. can do pretty much anything else. Wow. Uh, it's like video you know, games. And we, and, You've got a, a Slate Aspire, and then you got Rocket, or sorry, uh, t- the train one. And, Monster Train. Oh, yep, and Monster Train. Oh, right. And and those two games, obviously, they have some differences. But it's at the core, it's like, no, we're playing off the same stuff. Same with this Soul really? Survivor thing I'm playing. I mean... Or sorry, Soulstone sur- Survivors. It's taken that Vampire Survivors game type and said, "Let's take it in this direction." So I guess I always knew that this was the way you did it, but I was so nervous about that. I was so scared that I was going to like walk onto somebody's ideas and. Get- and all you really have sure. to do is like in the back of the bu- rule book, be like, "Oh, special thanks to uh, you know uh, Rock Runners for kind of the the uh, what you say like the spiritual successor or giving me the." Uh, not influ- you know, influenced my design quite a bit. Yeah, that I happens in Steam so like, descriptions. Yeah. That. Steam descriptions will say things like, uh, uh, this game set in the planet of blah, 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 inspired heavily by so-and-so game. They'll do that a lot. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Right. That's it. Because right. you, know, you really you can't do. copyright. You can't copyright mechanics. You can copyright art. And that's it. So. Deep impacts uh, <laughs> inspired heavily by Armageddon. Yep. <laughs> that's right. There it is. Um, all right. Well, excellent stuff as always, Dan. I love hanging out with you. I'm glad we got a chance to do it this week. And uh, yeah, well, happy holidays, boys. Yeah. You got any big yeah, plans for too. the Thanksgiving? You going to do anything cool or 
you know, fried uh, chicken? No, well, uh, no, chicken. we're going to go visit, you know, we'll go up to Greensboro to visit some family, and then I actually have to work on Friday a little bit. It, it, it's one of those things where nobody's sending in prior authorizations on a Friday. Like, no doctors are working on Friday, so it'll be a nice, easy, easy weekend for me, and I don't have to work this weekend. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you could pay, you um, play uh, pill soccer, where you set up a little fake net out of paper on one side of the table and just, fl- you know, flick a little pill across the pills. <laughs> yeah, just with pills. Yeah. The big old horse pill your grandma has to take, one of those things. You could kill, you could put an eye out with that thing. Right. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be careful. Sure. Uh, Dan, it's always good talking so, to you. Uh, Geek Jock blog everywhere else you go. Yes, sir. What else are you going to no, say? No, Geek Jock Dan now. Oh, Remember, Dan. I keep Geek, forgetting Geek, Dan. Geek Jock Dan. Dan. And yeah. the Geek All Stars. We're recording tonight. Uh, we may have a special guest if his, uh, <sighs> if his schedule permits. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to apologize to you right now, live on the air, Dan. There's a conflict tonight, and I'm sorry. No, it's it fine. A, I, uh, I, I knew that's why I kind of had made sure I had three guests, and I had a. We're going to do a show about uh, the great game of Snap. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of that. <laughs> we're going to do a show about that. Uh, we're going to have uh, well, Brian. We'll have you on in a, in, in the future. Though, Please but, do. Uh, I will. You fine. know, this is like the second one this this week that I've had to do that with is like reschedule because of something else. It's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, but busy boy McGee. Uh, you know, yeah, I guess so. So um, next time you have it, I will one hundred percent be there. Absolutely. Nice. So what I'll so your your penance is you have to put up with me uh, messaging you on on Discord every now and then saying, hey, how do I make this deck work? Oh, I will happily do that for you, and uh, <laughs> and I will. You know, um, there's going to be times when I'm doing the Marvel Snap stream, like I've been doing with uh, Red Fraggle, where if she can't make it, you're going to be my first like. Hey, you want to you want to come on and be uh, be guest star? So be a color commentary. I'm all about color it. commentary. Yep, snapped where it's right, at, boys, baby. Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully, you know if you've got time for me next month. Uh, I know December's nuts, but uh, maybe we'll talk to you before Christmas, and uh, maybe we can get into Verdant a little more uh, yeah. at that time. Oh, we'll find you a hole. Don't you worry, and we'll stick you straight in that hole. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> See, you, boys. See you, Dan. <laughs> well, there he goes. <laughs> Off to be the Dan we love and know, uh, and we. Are almost yeah. done. I'm going to read some texts, though, and emails. Cool. All right, just to catch us up a little bit. Uh, let us Please, start man. with this, with these texts here. Hold on a second here. Here we go. Here's one from uh, Logan, a.k.a. Dreadnecks. We know Dreadnecks. We do. Pretty we common face around Dreadnecks. these parts. <clears throat> he says, Scott and Ryan. <laughs> this one's sticking for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I think he figured out why that Overwatch player kept calling your co-host Ryan. Um, and this is, I guess I told the story while you were gone, but you heard it, I think, right? Yeah, no, I think I was here for you. Were you it. here? I don't know. I think you may so. have been here. Yeah, I can't remember. It could have been, could have been while, I was, while I had the flu. It could have been while I was in Orange County. The I last think. two weeks it's are seriously blur, just a blurry mess. Anyway, yeah. I have recently been busy and fallen behind on podcasts. So to set you up at 1.5x speed, uh, when listening at that speed, I was unable to consistently hear the B in Ryan's name. My thought is that this guy has been listening to you at double speed. Love the show, though, Logan. So that's an interesting point. It is. I know. I almost wish we would have uh, had the time to like play one of the shows at two x speed just to hear hear confirmation of that, right? Like, because the way that works is it trims out the space when you listen to a podcast at x speed. It keeps the voice. It doesn't like chipmunk the voices. It just takes out as much space as it can and jams things together, and then. It even takes out the beginnings and ends of, of words if you, you know, if you uh, need it to go that far. It t- depends a little bit on the player. Some players are better than others, but my experience yeah. has been, yeah, sometimes it, it will cut off. Not yeah. cut off. It's hard to explain. It's not kind of like, it's not the normal cut off. It's a different kind of right. cut off, but 
since everything's getting compressed and tiny and they're keeping the pitch the same. Honestly, I still don't know how people do it. It would drive me crazy. It drives me crazy. And and uh, listen, we have music in our show. You can't be listening at one and a half speed because it's uh, – or at 150% speed. Huh? Ah, I see uh, what you did it, there. Good uh, callback. Good there. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, yeah, you're going to – it's really going to F with how the music sounds. So come on. Be careful. Yeah, be careful Be careful out there. with this. Don't you don't overabuse your, your 1X, 2X speed power. No, that's all we're asking. If you can do that, then what else is there? All right, check this out. I got this uh, – <laughs> I get this email or another text here from uh, who's this from? This is from Josh, Josh. P in Martha's Vineyard, yeah. which is okay. a place I only hear about on TV and movies. Never right. been there. Right? It's you the ever go? Desired. Never been to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, we're taking the. We're going up to Martha's Vineyard, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I see it on. I guess it's true. I see it on Seinfeld all the time. Yeah. Um, it says greetings. We've got another Josh texting here into TMS. Uh, we hear from a lot of Joshes, I guess. We do. Have you or Brian listened to any of the Marvel Wastelanders audio drama podcasts? Uh, TLDR, the villains kill all of the heroes post-apocalyptic setting 30 years later. I believe this is the original Old Man Logan setting. If I'm, I uh, think so, yes. Incorrect, right. which I have read. Anyway, uh, uh, 10 to 12 episodes per uh, season, 28-ish minute episodes with the style of Wolverine the Long Night. I'm sure the major spoilers fellas uh, have, but I wanted to recommend... Uh, it during all of this Marvel snap hype. They have old, let's see, old man, Star-Lord, Black Widow, Wolverine, Doctor Doom, and Hawkeye. Give it a shot. Uh, give it a shot. Love the show, Josh. So I have these downloaded and have for months, and I haven't listened to them Oh, yet. really? Um, I have never listened to a single Marvel you know, uh, audio drama podcast. And I guess I need to. So maybe this would be the, the one I do heard really good things about him. And I downloaded them in the wake of me finally reading old man, Logan and loving it. I absolutely loved it. And old man, Hawkeye or old man, star Lord, one of the two. Yeah. Old man, star Lord too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think geezer, geezer Hawkeye was in it in the comic as well. And I remember thinking, This isn't a radio. Ooh, dude, no way. I'll totally listen to this. I went, found it. I downloaded it. And then it's just sitting in there. Mm-hmm. So I'll get around to it, Josh, and I'll bet Brian does too. It sounds good. Too. Yep. Uh, email. This is uh, for uh, the morning stream at gmail.com. <coughs> it's from somebody named Young, Y U N G. Be a great uh, rap name, just be straight Young, you know? Young. You know, no Young MC, <clears throat> no Young Little Bow Wow, no Young Whatevers. Yeah, no, sure. just Young. And, and yep. it's just your name. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Let's know how your rap career goes. He writes in and says, Good morning, Scott and Brian. I've been a longtime listener and appreciator of Frog Pants' vast array of other shows. TMS in particular has become a stalwart regular podcast of choice over the past decade from its inception. Naturally, there have been instances of repetition over the years in terms of show content, games played, discussions, show titles, etc. I'm sure somebody has already brought this to your attention by now. No, they have not. So, Young, you're the first one. But I was listening to the recent episode, TMS 2367, Maze Maze, which is like corn maze, uh-huh. maze. Corn maze, yeah. M-A-I-Z-E. There yep. you go. And it, uh, uh, sorry. And as I also listen to the archive TMS shows regularly because who isn't a glutton for punishment, the episode <laughs> TMS 1991 was called Maze of Maze. Wow. And came up in my listening list. While not a complete duplication of a show title, it still tickled me uh, enough to bring this useless fact to your attention. Love the show, though. Hope that you and Brian continue as long as you give both of, uh, as long as you both, sorry, you both as much enjoyment as you provide to everyone, meaning get that enjoyment. As I, he left out the word get. Anyway, 
Uh, Young, yeah. thank you. Uh, kind regards, he says. Well, kind regards right back to you. It's very nice of you to say. And yes, this will happen. Uh, it happened with the instance more often than it does here. Because on the instance, we would pick, I would pick titles on my own. And so yeah, if I did sure. one that was the same as three years ago because of some reference to the Lich King or something, that was just me not remembering There was remembering a chance that it would it. come up. Yeah, exactly. But in Brian and I's case, we at least have this double layer chance of catching each other of, wait, haven't we done that before sort of thing? This one clearly I, got through. I will never, ever remember a show title. You could, you could, we could put the same show title week after week and I'd be like, oh, that's a really good show title. And I would never, you know, probably would never catch it. It's a good point. I don't think I would. I don't have to do album art for it. So that's, that's one layer that keeps me away from knowing. Yeah. But anyway, I, and also I think in ni- 1991, we may have not been doing chat room suggestions yet. It might not have been. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, that was in the first 2,000 episodes. I mean, <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> That's the other thing. You're lucky this doesn't happen every other day with how many shows know, we've done. Yeah. So. I think it's it's probably the two times I've been in a corn maze since we've done uh, started doing TMS. Probably these two times, yeah. basically. I think yeah. they are the two times you went to that cool corn maze. <laughs> exactly. And talked about it on the show. Yes. Anyway, if you want to be like young... Uh, the, the rapper extraordinaire, send your emails to themorningstream at gmail.com or you can text us 801 471 0462. That's 801 471 0462. Quick note uh, to our pal KT Data slash Kevin in the chat. He also had COVID the exact same time as us. Oh, no. So I don't know what's going on here in Utah, but all the Utahns with their freaking final. And, and these are all people oh. who haven't had COVID the entire three years. Suddenly we all have it. So, you know, can't explain Jeez. that. Um, yeah, he's got uh, he's got one of these uh, making its way to him right now. One of these uh, 3D printed articulated Yetis that I've been selling on the Etsy store. I so. saw Nicole got one of those. I think. Oh, really? Was okay. it Nicole? She probably printed one because she's all about doing the. Um, oh, maybe that's how she articulated got it. stuff. That's pretty great. She she I'm sure she printed her own, but uh, yeah, no, this guy's great. Looks like a Richard Scarry or a Maurice Sendak or yeah. a, you know. Definitely that. <laughs> or Ludo from uh, Labyrinth, kind of. Oh, yeah. I always forget about Ludo. Friends. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> uh, well, there you have it. Uh, that's it for the show. I'd like to thank our patrons for supporting it. And if with uh, and if and without you, I don't know where if came from. Um, <laughs> there's no or there, There's literally no show. Like, straight up, there's no show. Imagine last week, but writ large. Oh, man. That's mm-hmm. hard to think of. So if you don't want that in your life, keep contributing. We need it. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS, especially this time of year. You'll never get a commercial or an ad of any kind. You'll get pre-show content every week, art in the mail, couch parties on the weekend, as well as game nights or game uh, play dates is what I'm trying to say. That's right. Uh, which is happening this Friday, and we're going to do it in the morning. The normal TMS yes. time is Friday, which is a That's benefit right. for a whole ton of reasons. One of which is Brian's got a thing later, so that'll help. I've got to go deep fry whatever. Yeah, if you have ideas for something I should uh, take to deep fry. I'm thinking about um, making, little, like, basically taking pumpkin pies, but making miniature ones with, like, a cookie cutter for the crust and then the filling, putting them in, like, a um, uh, one of those mini cupcake trays, mm. freezing them, batter dipping them, and then freeze, refreezing them and taking those to deep fry in the deep fryer. So like little deep fried mini oh, uh, pumpkin pies. That actually sounds really good. Doesn't it sound good? Maybe I don't do the crust because I guess you don't need the crust if you've got the batter dip. So maybe just like a a layer of uh, whipped cream, frozen whipped cream, and then batter dip that and deep fry it. Even if you get 
a little hint of chicken, not chicken, turkey on there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Then you've got that's okay. Absolutely. That's a, it's Thanksgiving in one bite, is what it is. Yeah, yes. that's what I was gonna say. You got a nice you got a nice combo of flavors there. I think this sounds Yeah, good. I don't think you're gonna get the hint of turkey in any of the things that they're I mean, that's all it's the only thing that they that they deep fried in that fat before we uh, get to it. And it'll be like pulled out with a strainer so i don't think there's gonna be little turkey bits left in there or anything oh, i don't yeah you won't get anything like like turkey food in your thing i'm just gonna be i'll be yeah. curious if anything just has the hint of that kind of poultry taste mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. the, like this mexican place up the street that used to be old school 70s international international house of pancakes i've yeah. talked about this place before it's called la morelia's now but and the food's great great mexican food but as soon as you walk in there, you smell syrup. <laughs> okay. It just never, right. never freaking goes away. And I always think of that with all kinds of, like, if you make one kind of food for long enough, like there's an H&R Block over here that used to be a taco stand. <laughs> yeah. That H&R Block smells like tacos. And it's been like three, four years. Still smells like tacos in there. Weird. Okay. Well, maybe there's something to that. Maybe they will. Uh... I'd just be curious. <laughs> You're going to have to report back on this. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for today's show. Thanks everybody for being here. Oh, and we're going to play Drawful and uh, Among Us on Friday. Yeah, so. and you're all invited. This isn't patrons only. This is everybody. So this is everybody. Yep, get in there. Patreon.com/slash/tms. Friday miracle is what it is. That's right. Get your miracle on right here at TMS. Uh, for everything we'll else, it's Frogpants. <laughs> yeah, everything else is at Frogpants.com/slash/tms, and uh, we'd recommend you go there. But before we get out of here, let's see. Have I missed anything? I don't think so. Yeah, we just got we got to play a song. That's it. That's all we got. We do. Yeah, that's all that's left on the to-do list, and I'll check that box right now. Okay. Uh, Jen wrote in. She is J-K-L-M-A-A-S in chat. Jekyll Maz or Jekyll Maz or something like that. Anyway, uh, Jen said, hello, squash and butternut. Mm, one of my favorite things this time of year. Yeah. I'm responding to your call out for requests. Boy, a lot of you did, by the way. Thank you for all of these requests in November that we'll never be able to get to. Maybe I'll fit it in, in December. Uh, my family is headed to Portugal for Thanksgiving as my stepson is stationed in Italy. We decided to meet him in Europe for a holiday gathering. I'll also be visiting Spain on this trip. My mom was a fan of Three Dog Night while I was growing up, so Never Been to Spain was frequently played. I've enjoyed the cover by Susie Vinnick, but if you're kind enough or be kind enough to play any cover of it for our travels, we'd appreciate it. Love the show, though. Jen. That's awesome. What a cool trip. It is. God, no kidding. Portugal, Spain. Oh, I'd love to love to go. Both of those places are on my list of places I want to go. Bucket yeah. list kind of things. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, her request, a cover of Never Been to Spain. Now, Three Dog Night did have the popular cover of that song. However, this is not originally a Three Dog Night song. They did a lot of covers. A lot of their big hits are songs that they covered by other people. This one included. Originally, it was uh, uh, performed by Hoyt Axton, who, uh, in addition to being a country star, also uh, the, the, the Zach Gallagher's dad in uh, the, the original Gremlins movie the inventor oh my gosh i love that guy he's great he is great uh so that's uh, hoyt axton he did the original version of never been to spain cover i'm playing is exactly the one that jen mentioned it is Susie vinnick from her 2011 album me and mabel here's her cover of never been to spain all right that'll do it for today just a reminder about programming we'll be here tomorrow tuesday also wednesday thursday off for thanksgiving and then friday with our play date all right, so that's yeah. the plan. Nothing should change or alter from that. All of those shows uh, currently scheduled as constituted, that'll do it. 
We'll see you then. Well, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. Well, I've never been to Spain. Doesn't matter.
dou. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I have to stay alive and write this article before I die. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.